1019 Jack FM, playing what we want, your Jack FM morning show with Scotch. Whenever you feel like you've climbed to the top of the nutty stories pile, there's always another peak. There's another even nuttier story to scale and for you to yodel from. (laughs) You like my mountain climbing analogy? This story, a Scottish woman bit off part of a man's tongue in a street brawl. That's gross. You think that's bad? It turns out a seagull promptly swooped down and ate it right after she bit it off. Seagull ate his tongue? Bethany Ryan, age 27, clashed with the stranger. His name was James McKenzie. He's the guy without the tongue. Uh, Sparking an argument. After McKenzie walked towards Ryan with a clenched fist, she inexplicably kissed him and then chomped off a three-by-two-centimeter piece of his tongue. According to the prosecutor, she kissed him on the lips, and during the course of that, she bit through his tongue, which caused a piece of his tongue to be removed. After she spit out the bloody chunk of the tongue, a bird plucked it off the ground and ate it, making reattachment surgery impossible. Ryan, who was arrested, pleaded guilty to the assault on Thursday. It's not clear what prompted the argument, but a seagull got a meal out of it. And if you think that sounds tasty, a meal delivery service apologized Sunday after a customer received a bottle of urine with their order. The liquid, which arrived in an empty plastic Coca-Cola bottle, was included in a HelloFresh meal kit delivered to an address in the UK. A tweet read, hey, HelloFresh, I'll keep it simple. Why have I received somebody's bottled up pee as part of my order? When Twitter users speculated it was apple juice, the recipient offered to return the bottle to HelloFresh and says, I'll I'll send it to you so you can have a whiff in case you're skeptical. HelloFresh apologized and is investigating, but McManus is concerned about worker conditions and doesn't want anyone to be fired. I think we have safely scaled to the top of the nutty stories pile. There you go. Sometimes it is so baffling. I can't even imagine what circumstances led to this woman committing this crime. But she had to know it wasn't going to work, right? No! There is a 39-year-old woman named Kenyetta Gordon in Jacksonville, Florida, and she robbed a bank on Monday morning. No big surprise. You live in Jackson. <laughs> you live in Jacksonville, Florida. You rob a bank. No, she robbed a bank on Monday morning in an electric wheelchair. She went to the bank, tried to withdraw money, and when it didn't work, she got upset and robbed the place. She didn't show the teller a weapon, but they still gave her $100, and then she drove off in her wheelchair. I got robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized cart. I didn't even see it. Come There's no word on why she's in the wheelchair, but it really wasn't a very good getaway vehicle. And the cops caught her nearby. She was arrested for robbery and possession of drug paraphernalia. A man suspected of arson and vandalism sent a selfie to police in Ohio because he found the photo on his arrest warrant to be unflattering. Donald Chip Pugue texted police a photo of himself and wrote, Here's a better photo. That one is terrible. He also told a local radio station, Man, they just did me wrong. They put a picture out that made me look like I was a Thundercat. (laughs) Or James Brown on the run. I can't do that. The police department responded by saying, Thank you for being helpful, but now we would appreciate it if you would come speak to us. He was later arrested in Florida. Why was Florida? There you go. There's your stupid criminals in the news. The morning mediocrity of the Jack FM morning show with Scotch. You know, when I feel a little inferior and want to get a leg up on my coworkers, I do what all of you do. I tamper with their food in the break room refrigerator, right? No! <laughs> or I memorize some random facts. There you go. 
about some random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Wednesday. You can spread these around the office, spread them around your workplace so you seem like a genius. Uh, The first one, Eyes Wide Shut. The movie Eyes Wide Shut has the record for the most consecutive days of filming without a day off. 400 days straight they filmed. At one point, Stanley Kubrick had Tom Cruise do 95 takes just walking through a door. I would imagine that pissed him off. We are not shutting this movie down! Disney World and Disneyland employees who dress up as characters and walk around the parks have to go through special training to learn how to do their character's correct autograph. If you're going to sign like Mickey Mouse, you actually have to sign like Mickey Mouse, even if the inside of the costume smells like puke. (laughs) Smells like puke and sweat. The reason doctors wear blue or green scrubs is because those are on the opposite side of the color wheel from red and pink, which makes those colors clearer during surgery. You're pink in the middle, you know? Uh, The first build-it-yourself furniture item that IKEA created was a leaf-shaped side table called Love It in 1956. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And the busiest Domino's Pizza location in the world is the one right outside the Marine Base Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. And there you go. There's your random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Wednesday. By the way, uh, if dodging traffic is one of your hobbies and you're actually good at it, now you can actually make some money. The 80s video game Frogger is being turned into a game show for the Peacock streaming service. I used to love Frogger. Contestants will play the part of the frog, attempting to avoid basic basic obstacles, including traffic, snapping alligators, and hungry hippos. Uh, the game will test player strength, strategy, and problem-solving abilities. So look for that coming soon. The video game Frogger being turned into a game show on Peacock. You know, the phrase mind-blowing gets thrown, a, gets thrown around a lot on the internet. You know, you read things and people say, this is going to blow your mind. Prepare to have your mind blown, but this truly deserves it. After I tell you this, you're going to say, you're crazy. Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? You're going to say, that's impossible. Or is it so possible that your head is spinning like a top? You're going to say, it can't be. Can it? Or is your entire world just crashing down all around you? Well, prepare to have your mind blown. There is a TikTok video going viral right now from a woman who says she just found out that chance of rain in a weather forecast doesn't mean what we always thought it means. In other words, when too tall Tom Shemansky comes on here and says... There is a 30% chance of rain. That does not mean that there's a 30% chance it's going to rain. It's already going to rain. That 30% is based on what the chances that it's going to rain are multiplied by the percentage of the area that will get the rain. In other words, there's a 100% chance we're going to get rain, but there's a 30% chance you might get it in your area. So 50% in the forecast doesn't mean there's a 50-50 chance it's going to rain. Right? It means there is a chance of, there's a chance that rain will happen in the area multiplied by how much of the area will probably get that rain. So, too tall Tom Shemansky comes on. He's 50% sure there will be rain that will cover 80% of the local area. That would come out as 40% on the weather forecast. Mind blown. You just blew my mind. How come it took me till I was an adult to know this? I, I've, I've just always assumed when they say, chance of rain, that means there's a 50% chance we're going to get rain. No, there's a 100% chance it's going to rain. It's going to rain somewhere, but there's a 50% chance it's going to rain on my house. Or worse yet, on my hair and flatten this beautiful spiky do that I worked so hard on. This is 1019 Jack FM. So we've all had that moment where we're driving around and the check engine light comes on. Here's a few nice car warning sounds in the background while we talk about this. 
We've all also had that moment when we just ignore it and we figure out it'll go away on its own and keep on driving. See, I'm getting anxiety just listening to this. <laughs> According to a new survey, people will drive around for an average of nine days with the check engine light on before they actually take their car into the shop. I had a buddy who taught me a trick, a, a good way to repair that is you take like a piece of electrical tape or you take a piece of masking tape and you just put it right over that check engine light. The survey also found that almost half of Americans have been late to an event or missed it completely because of their car breaking down. And the most common things that we've missed are birthday parties and hanging out with friends. All because of that check engine light. I actually have a, a sensor that's out. It's, a, it's in my gas tank. It really doesn't affect anything, but I've been told to repair that would be like 300 bucks. Or I can have the check engine light on and just ignore it and know that... It's just telling me about this sensor light. The problem is, if anything else goes wrong with the car, I won't know about it. Isn't that stupid? Well, how about a little good news for you? If you've never heard of toilet plume before, get ready to freak out for a second, but don't worry, this is actually good news. Toilet plume is the term for tiny germ-filled droplets that end, up, that end up in the air when you flush the toilet. Right, you flush the toilet, People have been stressing about stressing out over this for years because experts say that some of this plume can end up on your toothbrush. Isn't that gross? Like little flecks of fecal matter in your toothbrush. But a new study found you probably don't have to worry about it. Researchers at Northwestern analyzed the bacteria on 34 used toothbrushes. They did find a lot of bacteria, but not the type you flush. The vast majority of the microbes they found were the type that live in your mouth or on your skin and not in your gut. Some of the bacteria they found also exists in your gut, but they say it's much more likely that those particles actually came from people's mouths than from their toilets. In other words, flushing probably won't fling fecal matter all over your bathroom, like people have been saying. And previous studies have found that even if tiny amounts do get on your toothbrush, it's not a health risk. It's just nasty. I got too much doo-doo in my underpants. This is 1019 Jack FM.